Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of fail. Okay. All right, let's actually start talking about the movie. (laughs) Oh, we're reviewing a movie? Is that what we do here? (laughs) Are we a podcast? Uh, according to some of our fans or non-fans uh, uh, you know like, you know guys if we keep what? doing this maybe we'll eventually get that sweet sweet uh joe rogan money <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll be featured on spotify oh wait <laughs> uh all right kiss of the dragon uh you, you know it, after this movie i think i told you guys before after this movie we'll be pretty much done with all of Jet, Jet Li's American films. I mean, technically, yeah. it's not, it might not be American film because this is a Europa film. But right. regardless, Western films. Uh, mm. I think the only one we have left is... Forbidden Kingdom? Oh, yeah. No wonder I forgot the name of that movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we're Look forward to that episode in 2052. Uh, when yeah, we we'll get to it that. eventually. Yeah, yeah, one day. Assuming we, one of us doesn't die or kill ourselves before then. Anyway, so uh, Kiss of the Dragon, um, 2000, 2000, 2001 movie uh, with Jet Li. Uh, what is this movie about? Uh, Jet, Jet Li came up with the story, which well, is yeah, kind of neat. I'm curious how much of it was just like one sentence that got fleshed out into an entire script. That's what writers are for. <laughs> Well, Luke Besson was once again the writer for this movie, so uh, it's just funny because like it's it almost feels like it's back to back. Like Unleashed, uh, he he wrote for Unleashed as well, which we have covered before. Shameless plug. Um, well, he and, unleashed like, that... the dragon in this movie. Huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> why don't you kiss my ass? <laughs> uh, well, like that movie actually had you know pretty top notch writing. At least, okay. Not top notch as in like like Oscar worthy, but you know like it's a really well thought out <laughs> well, film. This yeah. movie, on the other hand, is like it really is what you just said, Zero. It's one sentence fleshed out into a full length full length movie. Jet Li gets framed for murder. That's the yep. movie. <laughs> Yay! I hope I hope his pitch to Luc Besson was like, I want to beat up everyone in France. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like done. I'll make it a movie. Yeah, this is Mark's movie. This is <laughs> this is dream come true. <laughs> Um, maybe maybe so okay i haven't seen this movie since it came out i thought it was 2005 it was 2005 movie but i guess that's when i watched it um and i remember it being a lot better than it actually is uh and 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 that is by no means that's not by no means a negative review off right off the bat i like the movie i just am able to take off my nostalgia glasses and Mm. look at the movie more objectively um, I don't. I don't think you even have to try for this movie, to be honest. Well, okay. Wait, Mark. I can't tell. Is this your first mo- first time watching this? Because no. So I actually forgot that I saw this movie a long time ago. Um, so when we started watching it, uh, like I didn't remember what was happening, um, and f- I was guessing right, and I was getting a little too many guesses right after a certain point, <laughs> and I felt like, okay, maybe I did see this movie. 
And then eventually there was like one scene where I was like, oh yeah, it's the prostitute that wants to pee in the middle of the doorway. Yeah, I remember this movie. <laughs> like, of course that like was burned into your retina. <laughs> uh, well, you just said it. Like you completely forgot the movie, so I guess it left very little impression on you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's still a good movie. Like I remember my general feeling of the film was it's it was awesome, and then I haven't seen it since that one viewing. So now mm-hmm. going back to it, I, I, I guess I was a little bit more critical, but without trying. Like I wasn't trying to be critical. I, I maybe I had it all amped up in my mind, thinking, oh, I remember it being amazing, and it kind of didn't live up to those expectations. Right. But I'm a- yeah, I was gonna segue to say that Zero has seen the movie a million times. So what is your <laughs> opinion on this? Yeah, uh, this was one of those films as well that was just always on TV for me, always on rotation. And uh, yeah, I I had a lot of nostalgia for this. And very similarly to you, upon rewatching it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this isn't as like great as I remember it. But I, I do still like it. I think I, I might like it a lot more than you will come across later. Like, I, I had no problems with this movie at all. Like I recognize that it's extremely straightforward and limited in times, but I kind of appreciate when action movies do that. There's not really any fat to it. It gets really straight to the point. Uh, the, the character building is there to pad timing between the fights. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's all I could ever ask for in like a an action movie. Yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Hey, Zero, did you uh, watch this movie a lot on uh, TNT? No, no. I think I might have mentioned to you uh, in the last Jet Li episode we talked about. Uh, this was on, uh, we had the black box growing up. Uh... We, we had like free pay-per-view. I don't know if you guys are, because um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, old, I'm older than you. <laughs> so <laughs> by a few, gen- by like one generation. So uh, the for those of you who don't know, the black box is when you got cable illegally and you right. just got... You just got all the all the movies on rotation. So hey, we at the Fist of Fail podcast do not condone uh, piracy. However, uh, so what I did was not pirated. I went and paid those hardworking Chinese people in Chinatown <laughs> for their DVDs for the, for the bootleg DVDs. Yeah, bootleg. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, they're pirates. <laughs> they have bootlegs. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, uh, so that's what you did. If you want to contribute to the film in the Hong Kong film industry, you pay for those Chinese people in Chinatown <laughs> for those VCDs. Anyways, um yeah, uh I I remember watching this like alongside Dan, uh, Danny Dog Unleashed and um you know, like it, it's hard not for me to not compare these two uh cuz they both seem kind of um I mean like they're probably Jet Li's best films, right? Like, well, from the West. The Western ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Danny the Dog definitely being the best, and then this definitely, like, the step lower. And what you said before about the character building and, and the story being, you know, like, a, a second place... You know, like you, like you just have to accept that it's not. It's it's just kind of like the wallpaper for the movie. You know, just to put everything uh, in place uh, for the action that's that is to come. Whereas Danny the Dog didn't feel like that. And I don't want to go on the tangent and just talk about Danny the Dog because we already have an episode for that. Um, but you know, for that movie, it's like I didn't mind the character building. I didn't mind the story because I thought it was just overall a much better constructed film. But maybe it, this was more of Jet Li's idea. You know coming to uh coming to fruition you know it's just like i want this idea so run with it and they're like that's a very limited idea jet and it's like well make the movie and, I, and, they made them, and this is what we got right 
Well, I mean, it made sense, you know. So basically what happens is he, he gets accused of murder. He's, like, kind of on the lam. And he befriends this, like, hooker with a heart of gold. Mm. <laughs> and obviously because of his limited English ability, you got to have the other person be the talker. This happens a lot when you pair the international star mm-hmm. with the uh, for the English with the English voice cast. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bridget Fonda, mm-hmm. I believe. Jane yeah, Bridget Fonda. Fonda, not Jane Fonda. <laughs> uh, Bridget Fonda is the uh, is the prostitute he uh, ends up joining up with, and she is very very chatty. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As an understatement. Uh, even the character, or even the actor, recognized it. I, th- I think like just watching the making of, she was just. Com- uh, mentioning how like how little preparation she was given before she you know, started doing the role, she just kind of took up the uh, took up the job just because like they were like, "Hey, Bridget, do you want to do this movie?" She's like, "Okay, what is it?" <laughs> just, like without even asking, like without asking yeah. first. Um, so yeah, like, but she even she recognized how chatty she is, and uh, I will say she's not that annoying. I'll but. I, Every character in the movie is just over the top, so they're kind of just like uh, they all seem equally neutral, in my opinion. Right. That's yeah. Fair. So uh, that was one thing I didn't notice when I first watched it when I was younger: how over the top some of these characters are, <laughs> especially our villain played yeah. by. Well, wait, how do you, how do you pr- pronounce that villain? That the actor's name? Ch- Chiki Cario, I believe. He's like Turkish and German. Jet Lee. Oh my god! <laughs> Chicken boom, Chicken. <laughs> So Cheeky Cario plays the villain, and I guess the best comparison I can make is, remember that scene in uh, Leon the Professional when Gary, Gary Oldman <laughs> yells, everyone? everyone. Imagine, imagine that energy in every single line. Wow, that's a, that's a good <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> like this you, guy you thought is about this. <laughs> yeah no i was thinking about it a lot this guy is constantly screaming just chewing up scenes he's always agitated he's either he's either at one or he's at 12 yeah so it's uh, there's no in betweens <laughs> exactly yeah i did i never noticed that when i was a kid but uh watching this movie now i was like jesus christ this guy needs to like calm down <laughs> well because he's the villain and we're we're trying to be a little bit uh well we're i guess we're a little bit predictable here uh I, I think one of my theories was he was cast for this movie because of how absurdly over the top the way that he dies. That's like the only that's the only reason why I think he was yeah. in the movie. It's like, oh, he he dies really convincingly and it looks really like over the top and aggressive. He needs to be in the movie. <laughs> that's like the, that's my casting protocols when it comes to uh <laughs> to starring my villain. I don't know. And uh, in addition to him, we got his two I guess kind of mini bosses. Uh-huh. One of them played by a person we've covered before. Cyril. Uh, I always forget his name. Cyril. Cyril. Yep, from District from... B13. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. French, French martial yeah. artist. Uh, so we'll cover him in a later fight, but I want to... S- I guess I would mention real quickly the other twin. The... I, I really... I don't... The tall one? Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> the pronounce The guy that it. yells? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, before every strike that he does, he has to do... Like a well, he has yell. to telegraph his moves, or else you can't <laughs> defeat him. <laughs> Shock and awe. Yeah, I, the actor's name is Didier. Did Didier? Did Dear Azole? I'm just gonna say it one time just to do my due diligence. But uh, we'll just call him the, the the tall twin, and then we have Cyril. <laughs> um, yeah, or yeah. Platinum blondes, of course. Yeah, the the frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. 
like what makes this movie as awesome as you know like we we thought it would be like i don't know like, i i i remember i like the way that i remember this movie i thought jet lee was like this unstoppable badass um kind of like you know neo in a way i mean this pre i think mm-hmm. this predates the matrix oh no, no that's not true the matrix no, 99 no. Yeah, yeah yeah um but I, and I just i just remember i vaguely remember him being unstoppable like almost like all the opponents were incapable of defeating him. And to an extent, that's kind of true. Like, he obviously wins every single fight, but almost, like, by the skin of his teeth. You know, I I remember him, uh, you know, winning every single fight, like, just completely unscathed and, you know, completely dodging everything, like, as if it's effortless. Well, I was going to say, he he doesn't, actually. Like, he definitely uh, wins a lot of the earlier fights easily, but he does start taking hits uh towards the middle and then definitely towards like the uh end uh more so the final fight between the twins like he's he is not uh like superman there like he's definitely getting his butt kicked a little bit um in the dojo fight though he definitely kicks ass i think that's uh, where you might get that feeling like oh he's unstoppable because he really does just take out all those guys pretty effortlessly yeah yeah uh yeah like maybe I, i got a little bit of um I don't know, like, again, like, that nostalgia factor, I just remember him being more, uh, like, portrayed as, like, really this cool, like, agent. Well, that that's what he is, yeah. right? He, like, the, the the role is that he's, he's like, this Chinese super cop. <laughs> well, not, yeah. not, like, Jackie Chan super cop, but, you know, Jet Li super cop, uh, okay. who comes here and, you know, like, he's the outcast, he's the foreigner, he's he's made to look like a criminal, but you, because don't mess with China... Uh, is basically what what the the message is here is you know like he's just like this um, this superior officer from a, another land, and I just remember him being portrayed like he's really cool, but actually he just gets by certain scenarios just by luck. You know he he just dodges bullets because he just you know it's just completely. Well, you know what luck. it is. I think I think because the movie ends on such a high note because they backload all the action and he kind of just goes into the police station just kicking everyone's ass maybe that's why you had that feeling because i think i had a similar feeling too like i always thought he was pretty unstoppable when i thought about this movie because of other imagery too like especially the one with the chopsticks Mm -hmm. that we'll talk about later but like those are those are such power powerful images that when i think about this movie i was like oh yeah jet lee he's pretty badass in this movie you know what so i have a theory actually about this because so in itself like how he handles himself throughout the film he's pretty strong he's got like confidence he's um even his body language speaks for itself so like okay maybe that was something as like a kid and you kind of mm-hmm. saw that and in your mind you kind of embellish a little bit mm-hmm. right? okay. or like just growing up not even like a kid but like even in your teenage years like it's different than like watching it when you're full-on adult and realize like oh he's just like being stupid or you understand like how movies work (laughs) but i i have a like an actual theory here and it's that because the one and this film came out in the same year and they're so similar at least in style in like costume design and kind of how they're portrayed as well as like this complete onslaught of um mimicry that happened after the matrix and how like that became such a popular thing to mimic um i think uh just subconsciously you gave it more credit than it mm. was due yeah so well, i was gonna say a very similar sentiment i mean when you compare it to uh the one 
uh, this movie looks like a masterpiece. So yeah, maybe so that's this what movie it came out in July of two thousand and one, mm-hmm. and then the one came out in November of two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. So like it's in the same year. It's short enough. It's like less than that six month. You know, if it, gap. If we have to compare this to Romeo or Cradle to the Grave, this yeah, I'll choose this movie any day. I mean, th- but that's <laughs> it's a it's by far wide margin, wide wide margin. It, again, oh, you know what I you know what I realized there is another Jet Li movie besides Forbidden Kingdom. Do you remember? I think it's called War. He fights, oh God, with Jason Statham. He fights Jason Statham. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I heard it's pretty forgettable. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty forgettable. I, th- I think yeah. I saw it in theaters, but that's the thing. <laughs> I think I saw it in theaters. I don't remember. I remember them being in this, the, the same movie together and nothing else. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Kiss of the Dragon. <laughs> Kiss of the Dragon. So uh, we're talking about the, the end fights, obviously, but I, obviously we'll save that for later. Just let's just talk about little moments and you know leading up to that in terms of the action and other things that kind of make up the, the quote-unquote filler, <laughs> because there's it almost feels like filler at times. Um, and it, I, again, I didn't feel like it was filler the first time I watched it, but I guess it was all forgettable. Anyways, um, I don't think the story makes a lot of sense <laughs> outside of the basic premise, which is, you know, he gets, uh, you know, Super Cop gets framed for murder, but the all the pretenses of, like, why was... He framed for murder. Why did the guy, why did the corrupt cop do the murder? Oh, like, who cares? None of that. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah, of course. Of course that is the the universal response to that, that criticism. But it's true. Like if you watch the movie, you're like, if you really think about it, it's like, why did they, any of this happen? Never explained. Like ever. It's like, did, did he have intel on the corruption? Did, did, was he like... I have no idea. I think they wanted to kill that Chinese guy, but they wanted to blame it on Jet Li's character, and uh, well, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that's it. It's just that. That's it. Like, there's nothing else to it. Super simple movie. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just have to turn your brain off when you watch this film. <laughs> like, for sure. Nice. Um, but be- because that Chinese guy gets murdered, uh, we get our first gunfight, um, which leads into, like, a very small moment in the movie where there's, you know, a little bit of, like, hand, you know, fisticuffs, hand-to-hand action, but in, in a laundry room, and... I would say the laundry room is our first, like, official fight. Yeah, yeah, and what, is it, like, 20 seconds? <laughs> 20 seconds <laughs> yeah. long. So the the interesting thing about the laundry room fight is like uh, I had two thoughts on it is one it feels like a like a Jackie Chan fight because he's using the ironing boards he's using the irons and then later he's using like a squeegee and he's using the actual laundromat he's using all his surroundings in a very very you know tactical way to take out all the bad guys feels very Jackie Chan uh, just not as well directed mm-hmm. as a Jackie Chan fight because this uh, was just so over edited right. um, in its execution. And it's sad because when you we were wa- when I was watching the making of, you just get a nice static camera of these fights, and it looks pretty decent. You know, like you can see them all doing it in what looks like possibly one take. And what we get in the movie is just like you know, shot reverse shot. Every every punch has a reaction, so it's it's just kind of annoying that they had to go that route. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's exclusive to this fight scene, though. I that's that my general feeling towards a lot of the fights in the movie as a whole. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not over edited. You know, like we've seen really bad over editing. Uh, mm-hmm. But and there's and there's definitely not any shaky cam. That that's never a big problem with this movie. It's just it's edited enough where I like I start to notice it, and mm-hmm. I feel like the weight of the impact on certain moves is taken away from me. Um, but I think uh, it's all but. <laughs> 
But, you know, just to throw an olive branch to the movie, it's also a good thing that they edit a little bit more, more than usual because it covers up certain blemishes in the fight scenes. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that, especially when it comes to that, that one versus many fight in the very, very end of the movie. But, like, you'll see certain continuity errors if you really pay yeah. attention to the, some of the fight scenes mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, I, yep. I think I have to agree with you in, in regards to, like, the cuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's... A couple of scenes where literally it's such an insignificant cut and you think like, well, okay, maybe there was an error, but like, why don't you reshoot it again? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it, and it was so insignificant. And it's like in the beginning where literally it's like grabbing somebody mm-hmm. and you change it, but then they come right back to that same angle. And mm-hmm. it's like, why was that even necessary? Like, if you just left that half a second snippet out of there, right. it would have brought like more homogeny to the whole thing. And you could have been like, Oh, that was an even sicker kind of, uh, you know, move or choreography, but then they just get, they just ruin it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like over editing necessarily. It's just editing in the wrong places mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. At least that's my sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, I still stand by the fact that like, they, they're editing just enough to cover a lot of the problems. Yeah. Uh, not not problems. I'm not sure we trying to be negative. It's just like sometimes it, you know, you have your your stage manager who will say, you know, like, oh, this this lamp is a certain way in this shot, and then in this other shot right afterwards, it's you know, it's broken. But there, there's no there's like a disconnect when you when you're like doing that in post. Um, so like a lot of there's it's edited to the high heaven. So like you like you don't you're supposed to not pay attention to. A little shit like that yeah um but going back to the actual action uh leading up to the laundry room fright i do talk about the laundry shoot <laughs> because i don't know I, I like nothing about that makes any sense to me oh it's fine i love this moment it's so stupid it is really stupid yeah. i want to talk about how stupid it is sure it's, sure. it's really huh. dumb go nuts uh, like so it's not it's not like so unbearable. No, you're no. not like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and you're watching Gravity. You're like, ah, would it be that serious? It's, like, you know, it's not no. like that. It's <laughs> oh, really weird. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll that's buy a that. weird niche example. I'll, I'll buy but... that. <laughs> uh, Jet Li goes into a laundry chute to avoid his assailants, and um, instead of falling down the laundry chute, he climbs up the laundry chute. And uh, so many questions I have is like, they all have guns. Why don't they just point their hands into the laundry chute? And shoot up instead right. they get they get a henchman to go to the floor above to shove his body down the laundry chute to force gently down simultaneously mm-hmm. lighting the laundry chute on fire so the henchman will knowingly die too but also yeah. <laughs> the, they're shooting burning the building down <laughs> yes yeah because you know like that sh- that shit carries through the whole whole building uh, also, yeah. the bullet he's shooting—he's not—he stopped firing into the long, the shoot. There's so many fucking questions. That- oh, so you're for, you're also forgetting the fact that he, you know, in addition to setting the shoot on fire, he then lobs a grenade in there. Yes, yeah, like it's like it's like it's it's overkill. It's triple overkill at this point. Wait, wait, wait yeah. okay, but <laughs> again, doesn't make any sense. He throws it up. What did he expect yeah. to, it to happen? Like, what did he expect to happen? He throws it up. Well, well here they expect the it to explode when when it was at the peak of the explosion. Yeah, no, yeah, it should have, yes. but it, it did. But no, but <laughs> so here's the thing. No, it makes sense. No, it from does. The villain's perspective. No, 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 no. It actually does. So from the villain's perspective, and he's accurate in how long a grenade actually takes to explode. <laughs> Movie magic. 
made Jet Li catch it, and as soon as he caught it, it should have exploded. Instead, Jet Li has a second to think about, as he's holding this grenade, <laughs> I'm going to launch myself down this chute, then proceeds to chuck the fucking thing out of the exit of the laundry chute as he's falling, down through the fire, down like seven stories into the goddamn basement. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, it now it gets crazy. Right. Like, well, the, up the until one, there, I was kind of fine. <laughs> well, the one detail, the, the hilarious detail you didn't mention is when he decides to fall down with the grenade and throw it at the bad guys, it conveniently gets tossed inside oh, yeah. the sleeve of one of the yeah. bad guys. And he's like, yes. oh, oh no, oh no. Help me, help me. And so, so our main villain throws him into the laundry chute. Yep. Oh, that's right, that's right. Causing the huge explosion. No, no, no. Well, like, it caused a huge explosion, but locally on their floor, it looks like the one of those explosions that you would see in like Windows Movie Maker. The <laughs> explosions, right. like it's weird because like yeah, this movie doesn't use too much CGI. It's only for like small practice, small things that are like can't be done with practical effects. Like you know when Jet Li later kicks a pool table ball um, out of the pocket and, and and smacks a guy in the face with it, like little things like that. But then, like, there's like a really grotesque practical effect after Jet Li, you know, yes, like, escapes. It. Yeah, it's cool. And really out yeah, of place. Well, that's real. Yeah, yeah I like that. It's super out of place. Like nothing that no. violent ever happens again in the movie. Well, they we did get an opening with a, a man getting stabbed in the back with chopsticks. Oh, that's true. That's so true. you know there there is gore in this movie. It's not. I wouldn't say it's so out of place. Right. It, well, but but yeah. the the lower torso of a body sliding down a wall. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. So I'll kind of give it to you a little bit. Because I thought his body was still attached and it was going to be like burnt crisp or something oh, or right. he's gonna start smoking but then all of a sudden it's literally like his body just slides it's just right legs. through the exit of the chute and you realize yeah it's just his lower half and i'm just like oh shit that's sick <laughs> like I, didn't, I never thought about it also like that's more of like a guillotine to the torso kind <laughs> yeah. of effect instead of a grenade explosion so there's some uh it's not consistent right. in its injury. Oh, it's okay. It's yeah. action movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it was fine. good. It was definitely good. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, you know, you know how grenades work in movies. It's like that's not how yeah. grenades work at all. Just got to The way grenades work in movies is they always work in favor of the protagonist. That's how <laughs> yeah. grenades work in movies. I mean, the movie picked where the budget went and it was definitely on that problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right. We we capped this all off with that laundry fight that we talked about and with, with Jackie. Oh, Jackie. Jesus. And, and yeah. that, of course, I'm going to mention Jackie because, you know, what he uses the props and everything. He uses that. Ja oh, you guys didn't know? He made a cameo in this oh, movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wait till we talk about, wait till you guys hear what we have to say about our next movie, uh, which also talks about Jet Li and Jackie. But anyways, until then, uh, the reason why I'm mentioning Jackie or had that little slip is because of all the props that Jet Li uses at the end. And he uses that squeegee to push that guy into the laundry, the, the dryer. And we, yeah. we all like unanimously said like, well, that guy's dead. <laughs> he's gonna die a horrible death uh then we get a little the weird moment with the pilots this weird pilot like just <laughs> yeah i think we all burst out laughing the, oh when he has the double the yeah, double Uzis. yeah he just takes that out of his suitcase like where'd the shit that come from yeah. 
You know, I have to say, like, uh, action movie, I appreciate what this movie does, which I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, mm-hmm. but when you watch the making of, they're shooting, uh, the the guns they're using to shoot Jet Li with, mm-hmm. or and in general in this movie, yeah. are shooting blanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get the real muzzle flash, mm-hmm. and you get the real uh, expulsion of the um, of the of the shell. Right. And yeah. I was, when I was watching the making of scene of, of the pilot with the double Uzis, Man, you those muzzle flashes on those were yeah. huge, and the rounds flying everywhere. Right. Yeah, it's it's a shame because I, I get why they do it now. Like it, it's just cheaper CGI to add, you know, muzzle flash and then uh, CGI rounds. Right. If if anything, like I miss I miss rounds flying out of guns. Like that right. just adds like an authenticity to it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like that this whole little action scene is just like him shooting up like bookcases and and uh, shelves and whatnot. And as Jet Li's been running away, and everything is just exploding. Yeah, right, right. Um, it's, 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 it's funny because like when you're watching the making of too, you hear, you know, like all, all those muzzle, you know, like all the shots being fired too, juxtaposed to the fighting, which like, you, like, I mean, like that's what happens when you watch a making of, like they're not actually hitting one another, you know, well, yeah. most of the time, you know, like we're watching a Western film, um, you know, Western production, they, um, you know, like they're actually kind of like tapping one another and all the sounds are added in post to make it, uh, you know, to sell it. And, you know, it's all based on the camera angles. So, you know, like they're. You can hide the fact that like that hit didn't connect at all because cameras can't detect depth. Um, but then you know that's a, that's the funny thing. Like it, it becomes like painfully aware if you watch the making of it, you're painfully aware this is a Western production because if this is a Hong Kong production, those those motherfuckers are kicking each other in the face. <laughs> you can hear that shit. <laughs> um, all right, so the boat fight uh, or the yacht oh, fight, God. Uh, your favorite. favorite. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so story, 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 a lot of story of happens. We introduced the hooker introduced to this innocent Chinese man who gets gunned down later in the movie, like, like undeservedly, like he does not deserve it at all. Um, well, of course he doesn't. He was he was meant to die. That that yeah. was kind of an obvious. So, but but he dies in like mid sentence of saying basically like what happened here, and, uh, and then he just gets obliterated. <laughs> like what? Is it? I felt so bad for the guy. You've never felt so bad for an insignificant character, right? So <laughs> Uncle from Jackie Chan Adventures dies. <laughs> and uh well i mean that's later in the movie but, you're jumping uh, ahead a little we bit. are yeah I, i'm yeah. sorry yeah, yeah but he he should have he should have had the ox talisman <laughs> <Ooh>, nice <laughs> uh and then we also have the i guess the friend or the colleague the in the the inside man that's helping jack uh jetly uh who unfortunately dies on the on the boat uh and then we get our next fight scene and i mean like there's a lot of good choreography here too there's an in- inexplicable chinese french, french. cop and yeah. <laughs> it, like that threw us off and not to say that chinese people can't be french cops but they <laughs> it is that. really confusing because it's not not to like profile anyone but like basically it's like oh there's the chinese government and the french government and they're kind of going toe-to-toe right now so when there's a chinese guy fighting Jet Li, you're like wait what What's happening? I don't <laughs> right, understand. Right. Well, the movie acknowledges it. They said, like, oh, you even killed one of our Chinese French cops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what really happened? That guy can actually fight. And we're like, we need him in the movie. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, we're going to just put him in there. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Jet Li did bring along with him uh, Corey Yuen mm-hmm. and his fight team, yep. as he as he generally did with his Western productions. So right. 
That's probably what it was. Probably just a guy from the fight team that knew how to fight. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because they took the same approach for Rush Hour 3 with the French, uh, Asian, or Chinese, either mm-hmm. nationals, right. so to speak. Right, right, yeah. right. I mean, like, well, we get the best uh, sequence, you know, in terms of cor- fight choreography inside the kitchen, inside the boat uh, with, with this one guy. It's, it's really short. I mean, he's nowhere close to Jet Li's level, but, you know... I actually kind of prefer that. I'd like to see something that can come close to matching, you know, our protagonist's level if the protagonist is, you know, deemed like a badass or like undefeatable. I don't want him to win every single fight, um, you know, like without some sort of like struggle or conflict. So like when he fights a worthy opponent every once in a while, that kind of breaks it up. He's not this, right. like he's not playing. We're not playing double dragon. And we just go up to everyone, just low kick them. <laughs> you know what's kind of upsetting to me about this fight is when we were watching it it was kind of forgettable to me because it's just you know they they do you got you got these uh angles where it's like three quarter behind the back and it kind of just keeps cutting back and forth to okay this is the camera's now behind Jet Li's back now it's behind his opponent's back and they just kind of duke it out uh and if you watch the behind the scenes that whole fight scene takes place in uh one shot like they Mm -hmm. did it all in one take and when you see that camera that's you know, farther back and you get a, a nice wide and you just see them do the choreography. I just kept thinking, like, why didn't they just use this? Like, this looks great. <laughs> but uh, but I get it, though. Like, you need to cut to build. You need to kind of cut back and forth to kind of build the tension and build the momentum because he's running away. Right. And if they did go to suddenly the static camera and they just duke it out, it probably would have... Uh, Right. ruin that momentum yeah mm-hmm. but if you want to see the, the choreography you watch the making of like it, oh, it sure. looks pretty good actually yeah um yeah I, I i completely agree with that sentiment like you totally can like see like how much work they put into it but same with the same argument that we have when it comes to like one versus many fights a lot of the reason why certain shots are done like uh, close up versus you know, wides is because it kind of masks like how many fighters are in the back just standing there just waiting for their turn. And that kind of happens yeah. when, when, when it comes to chase scenes too. Like if you have a wide and it stays on that wide for too long, you like you kind of lose out on the fact that there are other people who are supposed to be chasing Jet Li and they have to be <laughs> part of the choreography too. Um, so I get it. But like when Jet Li is on top of the boat and he's fighting, he's defending himself from you know multiple assailants. You know, it, it jumps Wearing back and forth. balaclavas, which <laughs> yeah. makes no sense to me. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I was, I was like, are it they was, terrorists? It was like, cold. <laughs> France is always cold. Damn you know. it. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't, I didn't get it um, because they they weren't even like shot reverse shots. Like it wasn't like turning one eighty. It's like Jet Li's on the left now. Jet Li's on the right. It's like the camera moved like twenty degrees. So it's like it moved just enough where I noticed that it was moved. The camera is slightly different, but it's it's like it feels like they, they just tilted the camera and they added a cut to it. And it's kind of like yeah. jarring. And, and that happens a couple of times throughout the movie. Sometimes it'd be like it, an editing choice. But other times it's they like add a speed ramp, like a really fast speed ramp to certain certain hits and certain certain cuts in the movie. And I notice they do that sometimes when it comes to uh, yeah, like some of the, the hits because they apparently they couldn't capture some of the action on screen because the actors Jetly particularly was moving too fast for their cameras, so they had to <laughs> slow that shit down and then they sped it up in post. Ugh, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> right, I guess that's a limitation Terrible. of filming in twenty four frames. Huh. Yeah, um, yeah, but like, anyways, so on on top of the boat when they're fighting, it's it's like I feel like there's like a semblance of like good action here, but it's it's edited just enough where I get distracted by it, and and then 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 the fight just kind of ends. 
uh, Jet Li climbs underneath a boat, uh, underneath a bridge, and then magically appears inside a tunnel. Oh yeah. So my <laughs> my problem my problem with a boat fight is uh, you can see some pretty nice choreography. Like I like when he gets the the fucking razor scooter and starts swinging it around and uh, oh, yeah. fighting the guys. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Fighting those guys with it. The problem is, and I understand the limitation of the problem, is that the camera is really, really close. Like, it, And it kind of has to be because they're on this narrow um, runway on top of the boat. There's no way they could have moved the camera out because it would have been a guy standing in the water or something like that. Right. So based on the limitations of the location, like I, I see why they were that the camera was basically just right there. You get all these mid shots a lot, which I really don't like in fights, but uh, unfortunately, they had to go that route. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the cameramen were on the boat with them. <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah. And there's there's nowhere, there's no place they could have gone. Like, they couldn't have moved back any further because they would have just went overboard. All right, so, Mark, it's your turn to tell us about boat boat mechanics and shit. So, so I actually... <laughs> So I actually didn't think about this up until like, like right about now, and now I'm kind of curious uh, about the scene. But another reason why that choreography it was zero when you were mentioning it before that it was in a white shot, right? So like it looked better in the white shot, but it was so short in comparison to the whole thing and all the edits and the cuts made it actually longer and made it more exciting. Um, and I have a theory. <laughs> I always have theories, apparently, um, is because... I think the boat was moving the whole damn time. So when they were cutting um, or when they were doing the choreography scene, they literally had to do it so quickly so it couldn't be that long. Mm. Um, So, you know, like the actual sequence of the choreography maybe took like 30 seconds max or something, right? right? Where they prolonged that to about, you know, two minutes or something. Um, and I think 30 seconds is really pushing it, but they're moving the whole time. And some of the cameras are on the boat and some of the cameras I feel like are shooting from the shore. So when they had to time sync it, it, um, that explains why the choreography is so tight and then drawn out. It's just the logistics of the boat moving and making it look like they're not just sitting there in the water, Mm, you know? So... That's just my little theory there. Well, Mark, can you explain to me how they went from a bridge into a tunnel? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, like little moments like that don't make any sense. And also, Jet Li's arm is like injured. He's like, he's like straggling out of there. He's, he's like clutching his arm, like, oh, that really hurts. I'm like, what? When did that happen? And then that's like never addressed ever again. He his like his arm is perfectly fine. In the next, in the next shot. And so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I like that transition because when he does go into the tunnel, he bursts through like a door underneath the bridge. I don't know. Like, yeah, it 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 doesn't make sense how he goes from under the bridge. But like when you have transitions like that, I'm just like perfect. You know, <laughs> sure. I, you could you couldn't logically make it. So just have somebody burst through a window. <laughs> so I because of France, I think how France is built, and because um these they, there's not a lot of room to make tunnels. They probably uh, re- repossessed uh, like old sewer tunnels because France was known to be one of the um, earliest um, countries or governments or whatever to actually make intricate sewer systems. So those tunnels are probably running adjacent and parallel to old sewer tunnels that go throughout the city. Are you actually have... explaining this? Will, why did you <laughs> ask that question? We don't need to elaborate on this. <laughs> All right. I thought I wasn't was expecting an explanation either. 
I just wanted to make fun of this fucking thing. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. I was like, wait, oh my god, is... you're actually going into an explanation. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing this. <laughs> Instead of going into it, let's talk yeah. about the, the, the store fight. Which, cheers uh... to sewers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheers to sewers. Look, uh, the, the uh, next fight happens almost immediately, and I guess, you know, like we said before, it's true. Like, now we start to backload a lot of the fight scenes. Um, and now in the, the shop, uh, you know, like, the pimp for the hooker character, uh, like, shows up, uh, played by Max Reno. Or is that, am, I, am I getting that actor's name correct? Anyways. No uh, <laughs> so, uh, Max Ryan, sorry. Max Ryan. He plays Lupo. I don't even fucking know who Lupo is. Man, he's a when, did, when did you get so concerned with, like... <laughs> actors getting all the actors yeah i don't know i, I like i like giving tribute to whoever i can sure, uh sure. well uh, just a little bit of trivia uh there's one shot where uh Jet Li, like he finally you know has the you know, balls to like stand up to him and you know like uh, start, starts attacking uh attacking the um you know the pimp and his henchmen but like there's one moment where um lupo uh he's like the Extorting action was supposed him? to stop the action action was supposed to stop but the director did not say uh, he, he said cut, but Chetley didn't hear it, so he ended up smacking the actor in the face. <laughs> and that's that actually in the movie. Is that what it was? <laughs> I think it was. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was something like the scene kept on going, but he, the director didn't yell cut. So Chetley was uh, like, "All right, well, I guess I'm just going into the next part." And then they oh, okay. they continued. He went into the choreography where he like grabs him or hits him, and yeah. the reaction they got was the the real actor like, "Oh my god, like <laughs> this is this is happening." All right, you are remembering it way better than I am. I think <laughs> I've had too many drinks in me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that first half of it isn't really too much fighting but then the second half of this is with this big burly like black dude um with colin prince gotta yeah. rep the, the actor again i just um, have to say that you're making this sound like the fight went on for five minutes but it only went down for like, like 20 seconds. seconds oh yeah probably <laughs> 10 seconds so to be quick. honest well, the second half of this is a lot longer uh, with this big dude, and um, this act, this actor apparently hasn't done anything, you know, like hasn't done like much movies at all. So I was mm-hmm. expecting him to be like some like crazy martial artist, and uh, he kind of sells it, and like he has like the stature and the he does the choreography. He's got the well physique, enough. but I don't know if I would agree that he sells it. Um, I think mm-hmm. the cuts make it sellable. Right. Um, I don't think if this was a wide shot. I think this would have been a fail. Mm, yeah, this is right. this is weird because this is a scene where the editing is extremely necessary because you can you can see uh, if you again if you watch the behind the scenes, man, when they film this fight, they're fighting so slow right, compared right. to how it kind of looks uh, in the film, and right. the editing really really helps to make it a lot quicker. But then also there's a lot of speed ramping going on yeah. in this fight, which I was I remember as a kid and I was watching this, I remember thinking there was always something weird about this fight. Like you can see there's like cut frames every now and then uh, before oh yeah in, before that's what impacts. i was saying and then, before yeah and then there's the speed ramping and I, I i didn't know what that was as a kid and mm. then as i you know learned more about filming techniques i was like oh that's what they did because it right. just it look it you know it's really bothersome to me now that you know i, I see these things but mm. i don't know maybe the you said the guy this is the guy's first movie so i guess maybe he needed that assistance to kind of you yeah. know sell the power Right, right. Uh, I mean, like you've watched making of, it, you'll you'll see how dainty they are, <laughs> just to try and make their marks or hit their marks. I mean, um, I mean, I mean like he, he's he's menacing enough. Uh, like I, I I still bought it, you know, for the most part. I'm a little bit more forgiving on that 
front. Although that one moment where he lifts Jet Li over his head and you know, throws does, him basically like... does a, a clean impress with Jet Li <laughs> and launches him into the air. Uh, that was that was the only, that part that only took me out of the movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, the guy's that. pretty big. I you know I can mm-hmm. kind of buy it. I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then your favorite part happens. Yeah. Oh, if uh, Uncle gets shot up. Uh, yeah. yeah. We mentioned it. Murdering it, it seniors. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's funny because like you can you can tell you can just just see the reaction on that guy's face is wow. Jet Li ruined my life. <laughs> oh no, my life is over anyways. <laughs> it's so you sad know, because he's like, you know, he's like the sweet old man character, the surrogate yep. type father. Uh, and then he comes back. He's like, what happened to my shop? And then and then you see the guy pull out the fucking uh, like automatic rifle and you're just like, oh no. <laughs> and it happens so quick too. Like he mm-hmm. asks the question and then he just immediately dies. Like yep. just <laughs> without skipping a beat. Right. And actually one thing that I, uh, just to shit on editing and all of this and speed ramping and just a bunch of like stuff, including slow-mo. Um, in this shot where he gets killed, one thing I noticed is from one angle the gun is firing and the flash uh uh the muzzle flash is um at a certain rate right so you know that it's outside it's a different angle it's a different shot so it's just focused on the guy shooting all of a sudden you get the shot of the um of uncle getting murdered but the flash speed is the same exactly so and then they cut away from it again to another shot of the guy shooting him slightly from another angle and it's the same rate of speed the flash and i'm just like so what did he just fall in slow-mo and like (laughs) slowly like on a pillow did he like (laughs) kneel and fall like what is happening well what is (laughs) actually that's probably what it was he's an old man so they you know maybe they 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 shot it in slow-mo and they slowed everything down so he didn't like break his knees on his fall but it's weird because like the slow motion normally uh would make the the flash slow down or at the intervals would be longer so the fact that they didn't change at all just makes me wonder what the hell they were doing. Oh, to so you, make this so I know what shot you're talking about. It's when like Uncle is like in front of the camera and he <laughs> falls to the ground, right? Yes. So you can see flashes on the side of the screen. I think they were superimposed in post. Uh, I think that I think that's why that scene looks really weird. That would make sense because yeah, it's like grainy in one shot and mm-hmm. then it's not. So yes. yeah, that makes sense. So there's uh, one more thing I want to talk about. But one more thing. <laughs> one more thing I want to talk about is, I guess, Zero's favorite uh, kill in the movie with the chopsticks, which I don't find cool at all. I oh, I love stupid. this. How it's could you so not like stupid. this? Because <laughs> I love how they set it up. You know, the guy walks in there after exploding the shop. There's smoke everywhere. He's looking for uh-huh. Jet Li. Then you get this great shot of Jet Li just stoically standing there, but you get the up close of these two chopsticks, and then you realize, oh, they're attached to his hands like Wolverine claws, and then he punches them right in the throat. I don't know. How could you not love that? That's such a great moment. It's, it's dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. I, I'm like 50-50 on that, only because I feel like I, I wish there was some more fighting before he did that finishing move. Mm. Um, but at the same time, the finishing move is pretty epic. It was a stealth kill. <laughs> the guy had like a, a like a rocket launcher, an RPG in his hand. I, said, I don't know. It's like you don't need a you don't need a like 
uh, like roundhouse kick him. You just stab him in the neck. Whatever. It's just dumb. It was, it was a subtle metaphor that China can beat everything. The chopsticks. The chopsticks. The chopsticks, the chopsticks to the throat. <laughs> Uh, so there's one moment before we get to our final, like our final fight in the police station, where when they are at the orphanage, I guess. It's oh an orphanage. God. <laughs> um, it's just a really quick action sequence, uh, just to see to show off that this is an ambush. They have you know, and, and introduce that like the the main bad guys actually don't have the daughter there. The daughter, you'll know what I'm talking about. The the person, the the kid that they're looking for in the movie. Like they assume wasn't the orphanage. It turns out it's not. Um, but you know what ambush. they? You know what they do have? The twins. No, a turtle. <laughs> oh yeah, the turtle. <laughs> What's up with you and turtles today? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like the ambush. Like, this, is, this is just fucking me. Like, if, if you really like analyze this movie, a lot of it doesn't make any sense. Oh really? Uh, <laughs> like little 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 moments. I, I feel like, like I don't you know. haven't said said this at all during this podcast, Will. Uh, well, it doesn't because uh, there, there's like. They're, they're hiding in the children's the children's uh, bed but no like, no underneath the bed and they're so they're just waiting there the whole time like why, why didn't they just like ambush them outside but like because that like, wouldn't the, have been as dramatic and, but like there's like clearly the henchmen were waiting for the reveal yes. like they could have but they had guns so yes. like, I don't, like, but then there's like that moment when you know uh the big dude holds up the uh, bridget fonda up by the neck and Cyril's about to deliver a spinning, uh, spinning back kick towards her, and then she kicks him in the balls, and then gently, coincident, like he turns off the lights, like like it, it's like five, six edits in the span of like yeah. one. Yeah, I mean that was the only way they could have visually conveyed what was going on. But it, if you think about it like that, there's no way all of that could have happened that fast. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't like it, that. That I actually didn't understand what happened the first time I watched it. Really, or like I the, thought the, it was like, pretty re- obvious. She kicks him nope. in the balls, gently turns off the light, and then he does the spin kick on his own. You know, it's fr- it's friendly fire at that point. How did how did she escape? Like, she, because she kicks him hold- in the balls, it causes him to drop her. Oh my god! It's it's it for me. It made less sense watching it because it's just so frenetic and just too many things. I, I don't know, then- man. Anytime I get kicked in the balls, anything I'm holding just falls to the ground. <laughs> so I got it. <laughs> Yeah, huh. uh, they turn on the lights. Oh no, they they have their flashlights on. They're inspecting the room. They start crawling over the. Uh, Cyril starts crawling over the beds. He grabs the person underneath. He gets yanked underneath the bed. And then when they reveal what happened, Cyril's just unconscious. And I can't. I don't know what happened. They beat him up. Uh, I don't you're, know. You're, you're, I, you're, I, you're thinking I'm, I'm like way too for this. deeply into this. Like it, it's I so am not, obvious. I am less like forgiving. what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a nitpicky bastard. Right? I, I just. This this scene made no sense to me. It's fine. It's an ambush. But I, did, I the one thing I do want to add though. So like there really isn't any fighting going on in this movie mm-hmm. that you can visually see. I was kind of disappointed. In the scene or you the movie? What's that? You, you mean the scene or the movie? You said in the movie. no no. I, I'm sorry. In in this one scene, there isn't really any fighting going on that you can visually see. But mm-hmm. actually, what's going on is um, when the the twins, when the tall twin picks up uh, Bridget Fonda's character. Jet Li is fighting with these guys in the background. And if you look past uh, Cyril, who's kind of standing uh, uh, in focus, in frame, you can see there's a there's fight choreography going on. And I was kind of like, mm-hmm. I want to see what they're doing. Could you just like step <laughs> out of the way? 
they're kind of just like shuffling back and forth just to be like, okay, we need continuity. We need continuity. Right. And uh, just, just to back up a little bit. So again, referencing the making of, there is, uh, there is, there is um, uh, Corey Yuen, Jet Li, and then some other, um, I guess, like Chinese stuntmen. They're doing choreography on the boat, and oh it looks like they're they're choreographing a fight scene that maybe got cut out of the movie. I don't know if you mm-hmm. if you saw that. No, I don't, I don't think I got to that part. Yeah, no. yeah, it's weird. Like they're they're rehe- rehearsing some moves that I don't remember happening in the movie at all or maybe like it just got cut but i was yeah i was kind of thinking like oh that's a shame because like it looked like yeah it just looked like a maybe deleted fight scene that just never got shot right 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 oh okay uh i just uh i'll have to go check that out but uh yeah i, I don't i don't recall that at all uh what i do i guess we could we could talk about the police station if we must <laughs> if we must this is like the reason to watch the movie, right? Yes, I, I agree. Like uh, all the fights before this were just kind of, you know, they're kind of mediocre at best, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, this is where the movie picks up for me. And with a lot of movies I watch, if it ends well, then I'm like, okay, that was a good movie. So I think that's why I like this movie because it, it you know, it ends on a great high note. This is where all the action gets backloaded, as I mentioned yeah. uh, previously. Right, 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 right. So after Jet Li uh, comes in and beats up a bunch of cops using the French flag. It's <laughs> uh, my favorite part. He go- <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Um, he goes into a room where it's very, very much... Fist of Fury, yeah. uh, if you think about it. It's a scene where Je- Bruce Lee is taking on a bunch of black belts. Um, or Ip Man one. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, I get a little Ip Man vibe too, but you know, way more uh, black belts in the room yeah. instead. It's Jet Li versus like many. Uh, you know, it's like it's just like one of those trademark things that you can see. However, my question is, what on earth are are they all doing? Because they are all just like standing there with their their arms crossed, just like waiting for him. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> is there? Is there <laughs> I am super- really really digging for some of these logic. Look, look okay. Here. You, you heard me complain about this when we were watching. I am I am a lot of fun when it comes to watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> You're not selling it, man. All right. All right, but anyways, all right. They were they I'll, were I'll, they were I'll, taking their karate class. That's what they were doing. Uh, whatever. All right, I, I'll, I'll I'll I'm digging my heels did into you, this. Did all you right? want them to be practicing katas when he like opened the door? Is that what you wanted? That actually would have been better. No? I think. Actually, yeah, that probably would have been better. <laughs> look, look, I, I I nitpicked the shit out of it because I, I I noticed how many flaws there are to the movie. You know, like they they add up in my opinion. But whatever, you know, like I do like the fight though, Um, you know, because, but there are problems with it. (laughs) I won't lie. Uh, Yes, like there's a good showcase of like what Jet Li can do uh, here in terms of like his choreography. It's nice and like chaotic uh, in a good way, right? So it's it's like, it's like uh, organized chaos here. Jet Li's, you know, like um, always making sure that he's, he has like the proper positioning Mm -hmm. uh, versus like all his opponents. So he's like, yeah, he's obviously gets surrounded sometimes, but like he he needs to um, uh, you know use the opponents, uh, hold them uh, in certain play- positions, so he he can use them as leverage, so he doesn't just get dogpiled at one time. Right. Um, because like that's always the the question you have in your mind is like when it's one versus many, why don't they all just like crowd around him and just start kicking him? Yeah. And he actually he actually does that really well in this scene because it's more believable than like any well I don't want to say any but um than in a lot of martial arts movies where literally everybody's waiting their turn like you said. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of thought that went into hiding the fact that there's like people in the background because yes, if mm-hmm. you're looking, you're gonna see guys back there, but. 
I think because of the frenetic editing and then all the fight logistics that they're utilizing here, as, as Will mentioned. So like uh, in order to prevent the guys from dogpiling him, Jet Li will grab a guy by the neck or two guys by the neck so that, okay, the yeah. guys have to, you know, they have to take a step back. And then what something he'll do is yeah. he'll throw a guy into a group, you know, thus creating space. And then he'll like do a roll and start swiping at them. Yep. Uh, one thing we should mention, he's got like the double like Cali sticks, I believe he's using here as a yep. weapon. Yeah, so yeah, like he's yeah. just, mm -hmm. he's just mm -hmm. doing these swings at a lot of, a lot of swings at the feet to kind of get people like out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, just to immobilize them, right? right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 yeah, like it, it seems like he doesn't really want to like kill them. He just wants to immobilize them because like I, they are just. It, well, I don't want to. I don't know if they're innocent because they're <laughs> you know, they're part of. Man, we're, <laughs> well, when you topical. attack somebody without any provocation, especially when you're practicing supposedly katas in a room where clearly nobody is letting them know that there's an intruder in the building, then they probably <laughs> have an idea. You know, like yeah, as far right. as plot is concerned, well, they're all. Well, all they know is that they're getting orders. Oh god! Imagine, well, they might just be imagine if like you were in this random situation where you just walked into a dojo, everyone <laughs> turned around to begin fighting you. Yeah, and like, like, like wait, wait, wait! I just came here to ask about like the first free lesson. Like, yeah, exactly. Where's on? the bathroom? <laughs> what? What's happening? Yeah, like, I'm gonna pee on you if you punch right? me in the throat. Jetly could have just been like, "Hey, I just need to take a piss," and then they all start attacking. <laughs> god damn it, Shotokan! <laughs> But I, uh, so here are my problems <laughs> because I'm a fucking asshole and I like to nitpick the shit out of it. Uh, there are continuity errors that are actually very glaringly obvious to me, at least. Uh, you'll see, you know, like in between cuts because, you know, like you're not jumping from certain distances. Like you're not going from a wide to a, a close up, uh, you know, like in between cuts, you'll go from a wide to another wide. Similar problem with what I had before on the boat. Uh, because they do certain cuts like that, you will notice certain background fighters disappear, yeah. Yeah. and they're completely out of like. And also, like, um, like Jet Li will be lurk, looking in a certain direction, you know, with a certain background, and then all of a sudden he's looking another direction, and he's facing another completely. He's looking a completely different way. Um, you know, like it's like a recurring problem with this movie, mm. and. I this is doesn't occur in the last fights as much or you know well maybe it does occur a little bit but you know like here like that's like the small nitpick that I have you know like you like the but it's fine because Jet Li's still showcasing like how how talented he is in terms of like his fight choreography um, he uses this one move that I really like which is really unorthodox he does a dive roll a sideways dive roll towards the 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 all the people around him to kind of not only grab at the sticks that are on the floor and pick them up to use his weapons but also to like go at the legs yeah. <laughs> you know to like completely throw everyone off balance yeah. kind of like a bowling ball snack <laughs> like about to run over a bunch of pins right well that's what I was mentioning like the his fight uh, logistics is like I need to make space I need to get people away from me so they don't dogpile so he's you know he's doing some interesting stuff I think that's why I like this so much but yeah you can you can definitely see like the continuity errors if you if you're looking for them uh, for me I didn't mind so much because it's edited so quickly and there's a lot of there's a lot of white uh, with all the geese in the background filling up the space so like I didn't I didn't mind it so much yeah it kind of blends in nicely together 
But then, like, right after that role that you were talking about, Will, I mean, he continues to kind of, like, incapacitate people in the sense that, like, you don't feel like it's artificial and that um, people are just waiting in line. Like, he's smacking, like, six people in a turn in the face. So they're, like, dizzy, so to speak, you know? Like, they're confused and dazed. So, like, all of a sudden, okay, he gets, like, another five seconds before they get you know like get some composition in themselves before they start attacking again um right. and actually one of my favorite um scenes in this whole thing as he's fighting all these dudes is the three guys yes yes which i think is probably the highlight of this whole thing mm -hmm. and it's almost one shot and i say almost because there's a couple of moments in this where it's if they just got rid of those edits it would have been even more epic but i i, I know uh, what you're still, talking about i think i'm okay yeah. with that edit because you get to see it from like another angle but uh mm -hmm. um but it does end on the on the reverse shot of his back and the three you know the three um the three guys are uh coming towards him and they're all swinging you know their sticks yeah. at him at the same time and he's blocking all three of them at the same time as he's yeah. as he's reversing back and you get like a really long take of that choreography, and I was just I like, think "Oh it's my a god!" Solid, it's like a <laughs> solid ten seconds. Yeah, and in yeah. a choreographed move, a solid ten seconds is for fucking ever, man. Mm -hmm. Like that. I don't, I don't know if it's that long, but it's pretty long. It is. Sure. Like I, I've rewatched like three times, and mm -hmm. it, well, I didn't count the number, but like just watching it, and you, you can't help but just like stare at it. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't it's, cut. It, yeah, yeah. It's... Well, you know what actually makes this particular thing interesting? Uh, I didn't appreciate it the first time uh, rewatching it, but like now we're analyzing the shit out of it because that's what we fucking do. Uh, the three assailants, uh, they're all doing the same oh, move. Yeah. They're they're like they're they're like the only person who's varying it up is Jet Li, um, and so it's it's really Jet Li who's like making it look as cool as it as mm -hmm. it is because each one like the one on the left is just like all right I'm just gonna ch just yeah, swing the yeah. same exact way over yeah. and over I'm, he's not gonna vary it up they're they're probably not even like like um, you know action uh, you know it, they're that's the only direction that they were given Jet Li's the one who's like supposed to be performing all the choreography as he should as a martial artist here um, so he's the one who's making it look as impressive as it is mm -hmm. yeah but you'll notice <laughs> because again as I like to point out fucking things people are getting up in the background. <laughs> And then in the next shot, when Jet Li beats up everyone, everyone's on the floor again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, what, what happened to the people who got up? They, they forgot which scene they were in, so they were just like, was I supposed to get up? Was I not? I might as well just get up. <laughs> right. They could probably edit it maybe in post. Like, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, you know what, you know what could have happened? Because, you know, a lot of times when you have these, like, one versus many fights or you have, like, group fights, sometimes it's not edited together uh, chronologically. So um, right, it looks right. like what was supposed to happen was there was probably more choreography going on and maybe it got edited out or maybe we saw it like earlier because of how it's edited together. Because yeah, I did notice that those three guys that uh, attack him, like that's the end of the fight that we see. But when you see the guys getting up, you're like, oh, okay, something else is going to happen. But nope, that's it. Nope, <laughs> nope not at all. Uh, I don't know why I'm honing in on so many of the flaws. Like I, I, I don't. I, I was way more forgiving the first time watching this, like ever. And now, like I, just rewatching it with you guys, I, I realize how many problems there were. And, okay, but here's again me throwing an olive branch. I don't notice them nearly as much in the final fight between Jet Li and Cyril versus Cyril and the right. big dude. I wouldn't say that there's any continuity errors in the final fight. It's it's pretty straightforward. Like I. It's I pretty... think I, I can understand why there's a lot of continuity errors because you have one versus many. You can't, 
always have the guy in the background doing exactly the same thing all the time. That's really difficult sure. to choreograph. So like I'm I'm a, I'm a lot more forgiving with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right, right. So I would yeah. So I'll agree as far as continuity is concerned. But for that fight between them, um, I would say there is the same issue as we had in the dojo, where it's the people waiting to kind of mm. interject into the fight and then you know throw a punch, throw a kick. Except now it's between three people, and that includes Jet Li. So it's the two French right. dudes. Yeah. Now the get the big guy, he's the tank. So like he's doing one move here and there, and the smaller dude light on his feet, and you're kind of um, fighting or at least fighting with him through throughout the whole thing, and you get a couple of shots of tank like kicking him, punching him, and he's going through like cubicles, and it's going through you know <laughs> like sh- fake foam and whatever the hell sheetrock. But um, I feel like there's too much of a pause because it's like the main focus is the two martial artists and the, the tank pops up occasionally to kind of throw a punch or a kick here and there and i kind of, but i kind of like that i like that it's like it's separated into two fights really it's like yeah it, it is it is what two versus but, one but like let's just focus on one versus one at right. a time. no 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 totally totally but like as far as continuity is concerned it feels off because literally his back Jet Li's back is exposed to the uh, the tank constantly and and in my the back of my mind you're like it's unbelievable a little bit more unbelievable because you're like when is this guy gonna tackle him when is this guy gonna throw a punch when is this guy gonna throw a kick yeah but and that's there's... what happens in the movie though you don't know when he's gonna do it and then surprise he kicks through you know glass and then you know gets the hit on jet lee right right but like it, it kind of it takes away from the reality i guess of the situation at least from my perspective yeah while watching. sure sure like yeah yeah it takes you out of the, a little bit i'm more forgiving than that like mine my shit is more petty <laughs> my shit is like oh cyril's on a table and jet lee's on the opposite side of the room and then cyril does a side flip and then suddenly like but you can t- clearly tell he's gonna land like right next to the table but somehow he teleports to the other side of the <laughs> room sure because of an yeah, edit yeah. i and, he's, and it's like wh- how did he i never that? noticed that edit when i was younger yeah upon rewatching, yeah. i'm like whoa that is a long <laughs> distance to travel <laughs> hey editing you know they, they got uh, it in editing huh. Well, uh, I do, but okay, I do appreciate this this fight for multiple reasons. One, because the choreography is awesome. Uh, as as much as I, uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to watch District Thirteen and cover that in one of our episodes. Uh, it showcased Cyril, uh, you know, like with his martial arts talents. Um, even though that movie might not be categorically a martial arts movie, here he actually is showing it off more. Um, and this is an actual art martial arts movie, and we can see what he's capable of. Uh, you know, like uh, come to full fruition. So, like you can see that he has really good, like long range attacks. You know, he's really good with his kicks. You know, his spinning round, uh, spinning hook kicks. Uh, he has this one interesting move which uh is funny on a production level which is the um when jet lee grabs his leg and and lobs it up he, cyril takes advantage of that and turns that into a flash kick a right. flash well he does a, kick, he I does guess. a back he does like a double backflip and then yeah. when he when his legs are facing jet lee he does like a double kick at him right and right. uh which was pretty impressive it was yeah. a good good scene yeah right so mark i don't know if you know this uh so they they filmed this the first couple times, uh, uh, you know, with Cyril, and that was actually without wires. Oh, nice! Yeah, <laughs> like he can he, do it without he wires. He did that yeah, shit, you know. Like, no, no, no. It's definitely yeah. believable because, like, if 
um, cuts say anything about about it. Like, so he, it literally cuts before he like fully splatters himself on the floor after the double kick. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! But you you didn't let me finish. Oh, no. So what actually happens is. Uh, he's on wires, but he like in actuality he could have done that without wires. He, they filmed it without wires at first, yeah. but they couldn't use that take because he was moving too quick for the camera. Yeah. So they again like similar to what we said before with another action sequence, uh, they have to slow down the action uh, and you know like slow down the action using whatever means they can, like for wires, and you know, they just make the flip a lot yeah. slower. And then speed it up in post. I don't. I don't think there was so any speed ramping in this uh, in this fight. I think that they just had to slow down their their choreography. Yeah, no, they had to they had to slow it down for the. Oh no no I'm sorry they didn't slow down the production but the wires make you go. Oh slower yeah 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 yeah. Than, I, I, know, I, so, so right. I meant the fight. Choreography is slow. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah, slow. Yeah. But yeah, like <laughs> sorry. Guys. I was sorry, yeah. Guys. I was gonna just just to clarify, <laughs> they had to slow down their fight choreography because uh, their actual speed was too fast for the camera, uh, and yeah. they put him on wires for the backflips because his real backflips that he could do was also too fast for the camera. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, like that. That's <laughs> really that's like his signature move for this yeah. fight. Um, yeah, I, I I appreciate that piece of trivia. You know, like showing how talented that guy is. Um, but I appreciate this fight because uh, it shows that Jet Li has a tactical mm-hmm. side of him, which is once he's noticing that he can't win this fight, you know, well, it's not that he can't win it, but he's, he's mm-hmm. noticing how you know how good his opponent is. He's using his environment to his mm-hmm. advantage. So he, he stops being, uh, he stops taking the fight for, uh, in the middle of the hallway, in the middle of the, um, uh, the room where there's open space, and he takes it towards the cubicle area where there's no space to throw these wide mm-hmm. kicks. And I think that's genius. I like they they show all this visually, and it's like it's 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 explained very well. You know, like Chetley is now seeing all the punches that he can do. You know, like without you, you know, um, with that with the limited space in close quarters. And there's like a little bit of comedy in there too, like just just like a small smidge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this, uh, yeah, the tactics behind this are so great because yeah, as you mentioned, the movie very very visually makes it visually clear like. He his kicks are now useless in this tiny hall because it gets caught under the tables. And it's weird. I didn't notice it before, but yeah, Jet Li's more of a puncher uh in this whole fight. And I, I guess because they, they wanted to to make that clear, like he's uh not as effective against uh, Cyril's kicks. But when yeah. but when once he gets them into that narrow hallway and he kind of disables uh his kicks, he starts throwing these feints where he kind of opens, you know, he opens his <laughs> palm and then Cyril looks at it and then he punches them. And it, it's, yeah. it's, it's funny because he, he does it three, I think he does it three times. So he's yep. able to yep. psych him out every time. And it's, yeah, it is, yeah. it is pretty funny, but I, I don't know. I liked it. It just showed how fast he was. I think one thing you guys glanced over though is um, before all of that happens, there's this nice, um, uh, so after that double kick that you were talking about, that was on wires, which was actually pretty good just in general. Um, unfortunately wires. Um, but then he does like backward flips, but he does like four of them or something. Oh, the backhand springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In succession. And oh, as as Jet Li's pushing the table towards him. Right, yeah. right. I think that was right. a little underrated because um, you know, like it's literally a great kick scene, a double kick scene, and then all of a sudden you have a great 
uh, acrobatic scene right after. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nice little continuous thing. And then it kind of divulges into this like, get over here. Right, and then right. Jet Li's like, nah, you come over here. And it's <laughs> like, nah, like I want you to come over here. And it's just like, all right, well... <laughs> And then eventually Frenchie, you know, like comes at him and then those like <laughs> punch hand feints or whatever right. um, until um, he literally, unfortunately, uh, cracks his neck. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to jump that far well, ahead yet because... Yeah, actually, I just no, no, I want to be... go back just a little bit from what you were saying after he does the back handsprings onto the table. Yeah, so yeah. There's, a, there's a really funny kind of combination. So he does the back springs onto the table. He kips up and does like kind of like a hook kick at Jet Li. Jet Li falls mm-hmm. backwards, and then the tall guy comes out of nowhere, kicks him for a you <laughs> yeah. know for a combination, uh. and then Jet Li goes backwards, and then uh, Cyril kicks him again for like you know it's kind of he kind of like pinballs off of like him. a double kick yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know it's like, like a it's like a Zangief kick right right <laughs> it's such a it's such a funny moment that like you know he's just yeah. bouncing between these two guys like I don't I, I like yeah. I wanted more of that but you know what we got was good. Huh. You know, uh, sorry, uh, what, were, what were you about to say? I don't know, go ahead, go ahead. No, uh, okay. Well, anyways, um, th- this fight is is really good, but the thing that really, uh, like, uh, why I remember this fight, like, for, you know, like, for nostalgia purposes, isn't so much the fight. I think it's the song oh, that God. plays throughout the whole thing. I don't know what it is. It's, like, it's so iconic, and, it, <laughs> it, like, it, it, like, I can't think of this fight scene without thinking of the song. I don't know if you know what the song is. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, mystical. Uh, he's, very, he's, like, a yeah, very, like, right. aggressive, mystical. fast rapper. My, my issue with the song, though, is once... Uh, you know, once Jet Li disposes of Cyril... Uh, How does he dispose of him? Uh, so basically what happens <laughs> is Jet Li learns his lesson from the first time when he does the backflips into the double kicks. Uh, when uh, Cyril goes into the backflips, uh, Jet Li steps forward and catches him and then kind of just smashes his head on the ground, breaking, you know, snapping his neck. <laughs> like a tombstone. And unfortunately, the music cuts out and like the momentum of his fight just like gets deflated, for me at least. Because now what happens is the tall the tall twin just comes at him and all he's doing is just screaming and kicking at him. And yeah. <laughs> I wish there was that music there to kind of keep the flow of things because it, it, it feels awkward with that dead silence. Right. <laughs> that the boom the boom box was in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> you just snapped that. It's like, oh, what happened? Uh, yeah, no, actually, I didn't. I'm a, I'm more forgiving on that. I I didn't mind it. Like once it stopped, the the music stopped. I was, I was like, you know, because you know the CD in the in that guy's head just snapped in half. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, I like the the silence. Uh, it, it like it kind of um it kind of intensified the sound editing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it made the the hook kick that Jet Li eventually delivers to snap the guy's neck more intense. <laughs> yeah. to me. See, I would have been fine if I, I would have been fine if the music cut when he finally kills the bigger twin mm, yeah. okay I, I don't know i don't know i, I was even fine. when i saw this as a kid i was i was like ah oh, why'd you cut the music there because then it just feels a little awkward yeah right 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 i don't know i just felt um, felt like that whole ending uh the second head snap uh it just felt a little bit like ramped up all the way through like it was a little bit sped up maybe not ramped up but sped up yeah um well that's that's i think that's purposeful i mean like every it's all on purpose but you know i i that's a one scenario where i think it was in its favor yeah because it, it, when you speed up something like a, a, a like a death blow yeah <laughs> something like that like it, it kind of drives that that impact mm-hmm. home sure sure like but it looks like, like it's more painful in combination though with the lack of music and then like the awkward pauses of just like standing there while the whole thing is being sped up there's just something so off about it and um mm-hmm. i just i i didn't appreciate it 
But as Jet Li walks away, we go on to the next scene. And this is a good moment to kind of reflect on something that we have not mentioned once in this podcast yet so far in this episode. And it is the fact that Jet Li is actually an acupuncturist. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> 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 this is the, I I love the way that Jet Li uh kills the dude. Um Man, my I remember my friend in college, movie, he was yeah. like, "Oh, I hated <laughs> Kiss of the Dragon." I was like, "Why?" He's like he's like, "I hate the move at the end." I was like, "Oh, come on. He kills him with acupuncture." I think it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be technical, acu- like if <laughs> Like Jet Li not only does uses the acupuncture you know, like in a lethal way, you know, as as way he does kill the guy at the yeah. end. Um, he uses it for practical and healing and 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 whatever purposes later early in the film. But you don't apply a cold needle to someone yeah. like that. That's not how any of that shit works. <laughs> like you you you're gonna hurt someone if to, you do that. Quote... For those of you, for those of you out there who are new to acupuncture, uh, a a cold needle is the same equivalent as a raw dog in it or not using lube during sex, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, th- I think you made that joke last night and we're like, ooh, that's that's a... Uh, <laughs> so I'll just I'll just go against you guys on that because I'm going to quote Joe Lee from the movie and just say it's Chinese magic. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, well, that's... that's uh, oh, I'm going to end on that weird note. Uh, that's, uh, what the fuck? Kiss of the Dragon. <laughs> I forgot the movie title. Um, yeah, speaking of China, uh, it- Chinese, uh, this movie was banned in China. Uh, Jet Li actually vi- voiced his, uh, his frustrations with that saying like, like, why, like, why on earth are you banning this fucking movie? It's like, or, well, actually most of his American movies, cause they're, they're, they're too violent. And this, I, I can this, see, this, you know, like, yeah. Pretty violent, but I don't know, like we've, we've got Chinese movies where people, you know, neck snaps. You know, blood you comes know, out of their eyes. Uh, I don't know. They could have done something with it. They could have edited I, I stuff out. I think it's the evolution of Chinese politics throughout the years. Like, when you realize <laughs> this was 20 years ago. and right. Oh, my God. 20 years ago. Holy yeah, shit. just about. Yeah. So, like, if you take that into consideration and, you like, China was, was a different place at the time and they were more focused on, like, violence not being a thing, you know? And then 10 years later, you're, like, China's focusing on not putting, like, magic you know or like <laughs> voodoo into their movies or some shit right this movie and had now, chinese magic <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean the word magic oh. appeared but like it was chinese magic so it was acceptable <laughs> if it was like western magic or like paganism or some oh, shit okay. like it would have been frowned upon so now <laughs> you know and now they're focusing on basically well yeah, it, uh, it's politically sensitive. Whatever. All right, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just leave yeah. it there. Uh, actually, I think another reason was because uh, you know, like they don't want a movie where a Chinese uh, person goes over uh, international and kills a bunch of cops. Yeah. So we'll we'll leave it as that. There, there's 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 yeah. Watching the movie again, I'm way 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 more nitpicky. Uh, I wasn't going into it expecting to be this way. I just remember loving this movie and thinking that I would just give it like like four stars, like four thumbs up. <laughs> you know, okay, like, Goro. Like I fucking I love this. <laughs> yeah, I I thought I would like love this movie as almost as much as Danny the Dog because Danny the Dog fucking holds yeah, up. Like I love that up. shit. Um, this one not so much. Like I and I wasn't. Again, I wasn't expecting it. I, I just was like honing in on these little things that I wasn't expecting to hone in on. Um, and it could be attributed to a couple things. You know, it could be attributed to, you know, like, 
oh, I don't know, uh, like a more inexperienced director. Uh, I think this is the director's first in first uh, film, uh, first director directorial film, and I don't know what else he's done since. Um, it could be that. Uh, it could be the fact that it was Jet Li's idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be that. Because a lot of things don't make sense, and I just I, I'm just like honing in on that shit. So I don't know. Uh, recommendation time. Oh jeez. I <laughs> I do recommend the movie. Whoa. If, if it. <laughs> no, no, I do, I do. I recommend the shit out of it. Uh, yeah, like, and this isn't just like false praise, just because you guys are doing it and I'm giving it to peer pressure. I like this movie, but I think um, a lot of what I'm saying would only make sense to a person who's watched this multiple times. Uh, a first-time viewer might not hone like hone in on these things, so they might not notice it. I, I've this is my second time watching it, and I think also because we do our, our we have our program where you analyze the shit out of movies like to like the OCD level. Uh, you know, like I, I, I just more unforgiving, but. I mean it's still badass you know like it still has that badass factor so like i i totally recommend it on that front um it's not as great as remember it but it's still a high recommend for me okay uh, and that that's it uh you can watch the fight scenes out of context i would uh i would recommend this movie for the comedy or just like what this. yes exactly um that, that that's that's the right kind of reaction um, for the corniness, the funny scenes, the comedy that is not necessarily um, the unintentional the... comedy. Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, you know, it wasn't planned by the crew, the director, the producer, the writers. It was unintentional, and it's glorious because of just random corniness and and bullshittery. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, the only thing I would recommend, actually, I, I'm surprised that I'm actually downvoting this more than you will, um, mm. is like four, maybe five scenes of choreography throughout the whole film um, mm. okay. and those corny moments throughout the film. That's what I would recommend. I would not recommend the movie as a whole. Like you could probably skip this one, in my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So zero. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm probably in, uh, in the same boat as you. Well, like, uh, I yeah, I like this movie. I don't. I don't really see a lot of the flaws so much because I think the movie is just fine, like beginning to end. Uh, I as I mentioned earlier, like, there's not a lot of fat on this movie. <laughs> well, that's why I don't agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean like, uh, yeah i like this movie uh, for me there's not a lot of fat it like any any time you don't have an action scene there's character building but it doesn't feel you know it doesn't feel unnecessary it's it's there and you know i don't hate anybody i yeah i like i liked it uh and i do recommend uh, I, I would say just watch the movie you don't need to like i don't know i don't know if like i would watch the fights out of context like i think it still kind of works because he has that motivation to try and save the the little kid at the end. So and the, and the fights are good. The last the last set of fights are good in my opinion. So yeah, watch the movie. Wow, nice. I, I actually uh, think yeah. this is the first time where I'm the odd one out in this whole fucking situation. <laughs> no, no, no. But but here's the thing. I agree with Mark, but my consensus is different. <laughs> Damn it! Let me my, have my, my fucking no, no, no. But moment. like, I I agree with Mark more, but my ultimate verdict is completely is on with with zero. It's like, oh, this movie's a mess, but still watch it. <laughs> um, and Damn it. for for instance, and this is, I'm just I'm just gonna leave it as this, okay? Uh, there in the very very beginning of the movie, Jet Li leaves the hotel room with video evidence of the villain committing the murders, 
And that shit is never explained <laughs> ever again in the movie. It's never props up. Yeah, it does. Like, what was the point of that scene? You know, that, that, uh... When? That, you know, gets him off the hook. He gets the... No, yeah, doesn't. it does. So basically, that's the evidence that they're, you know, that, that can uh, relieve him of the crime, right? Because they're blaming it on him. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. what happens is they yeah. get the tape from him, and then later he steals the tape back. So now he, you know, now he... He does? Yeah, I yeah. When, um, uh, when she's... I mean, it doesn't matter. They get the tape back and he says it, you know, he has the tape and he's like, he's like, I, you know, I can prove myself innocent now. Yeah. But oh also it doesn't God. matter because he literally kills everybody that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's true. Okay. I think my, I think my brain yeah, checked yeah. out at that point. I was too, <laughs> I was too, I was too focused on the terrible editing at times. <laughs>